Rabbi I just want to mention like this. Can you imagine a situation if you're walking along the beach, obviously a separate beach, and there you are, you're walking on the beach, and you hear a sound. What's the sound? You hear splashing. So you think, okay, kids are having fun, whatever it is, but it's like consistent splashing with like a little bit of a shouting. No, something doesn't sound right. Something doesn't sound right. So you give a look, and you see there is someone who is right now sinking. He's, he's, partially, he's not able to swim. He's like hanging on for dear life. You can see his arm going up and down. Oh my gosh. Now you happen to be a very good swimmer. So you rip off your clothing, take off your shoes, and you go for it. And off you are. There you are, like in front of everyone. No one knows what to do. And you're the guy. You're the star of the show. You walk in there. You jump into the water. Fly in there. Pick the guy out. Drag him in. And everybody's cheering and clapping. It's an unbelievable thing. Think about it. You, you just saved somebody's life. Can you imagine? You saved somebody's life which is the most incredible thing in the world. Because this guy, Mitzvah Shem, will get married, will have children, those children will have children, those children will have children, you could be saving thousands and thousands of people because you saved one person. Isn't that an incredible thing? I have a question for you. At that time, there was a guy in the local base medrash, like in the shtibel, and he was sitting in the corner of the shtibel with his mishnayas. He's got his mishnayas there. And he's learning. Which one is greater? Which one is greater? Says the Gemara in Megillah Rabbi Yisai, Says the Gemara. What does that mean, Rabbi Yisai? We're coming up to Shavuos. Shavuos is Kabbalah Satoira. We're accepting the Torah. How great is the Torah? How choshev is the Torah? That's what I want to explain, Rabbi Yisai. Explains the Taz in Yerodeah. That doesn't mean that if a person is learning and he hears someone you know, who needs help, or he gets out salakorn, or whatever, then he shouldn't do it, because it's better to sit with your mishnayas. You get up and you do something, someone needs to be saved, you absolutely go and save, and you're doing a tremendous mitzvah. But so explains the Taz, the also explains this way, is why was he chosen for that? In other words, the person that was chosen not to do that, and to sit and learn, even if he's learning mishnayas, he's greater than the guy that saved somebody and therefore generations of lives. And that's a very, very important thing. Oh, there's a Gemara also in Megillah, over there, Tazayin. Omar Rav, the Tamer Rav Shmuel, by Marta. Godel Talmatoira Yosem Binyin Beis Hamikdash. Can you imagine? Later on this afternoon in Mitzvah Hashem, we're looking forward to that moment where the Beis Hamikdash is going to come down. Almost basically built. It's going to be an incredible opportunity. Right? So there we are, we're in the middle of Seder. Like, oh, Rabbi, can I, can I have a few minutes off? I, w- I want to go and help them with the Besamikdash by the Kosal. What's the answer? Oh, Binyin Besamikdash. We've <laughs> been waiting thousands of years for this, yeah? Continue learning the Gemara. Continue learning your Chumash. Continue learning your Mishdubura. Why? Because the Gemara tells us clearly that someone that is sitting and learning is greater than the Binyin Besamikdash. It's a Chazal, Rabbi Sai. The Gemara tells us, Omar Rabba. There's a Yushalmi in Msechtus Peya. The Talmud Torah says the Yushalmi. You hear this? The whole world is worth one word of Torah. All the mitzvahs in the world. As we know, the mitzvah and the Mishnah in Mesech Tespeya, the Shokhanah brings it in your day, Reish Memvov, to a Talmud Torah Shokhul Keneged Kol HaMitzvahs. 
And the Vilna is Medaic. And that learns when you learn one word of Torah, just one word. Ah, it's only one word. You have those guys, you know. They don't want to, you know, where were you at shit? I, I came at the end, it wasn't worth coming in. One word of Torah, says the Mishnah, is better and greater than every mitzvah that you can perform. All the Dalit Minim, the beautiful Matzon Pesach, the Megillah, the Hanukkah Menorah, Tfilin, the Tzitzis, Tzitzis, Shabbos, everything. One word, just one word. Imagine two. And then three, and then four, and then five. Imagine if you have a headache. Imagine if it doesn't interest you. Imagine if you do chazor. Imagine if it's on Shabbos Kodesh. Every word, double, 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 double. You know what that is? Every word of Torah. You know, you know what we're doing? Because we're being a couple of that Torah. We're learning that Torah. We're showing the Rabbi Shem, we want this. This is our life. The Nefesh HaChaim, Mechaim Veloshin writes famously in Shah Dalit. He writes, can you imagine what would happen if there would be no Torah in the world? What would happen if for one moment Torah would stop? Chassam Sofa, by the way, writes, Chassam Sofa says that the reason why we have two days of Purim, right, we've got Yudalad for people in Chutz Laretz and outside Yerushalayim, and you've got Tezvav for people in Yerushalayim. Well, what is this? Two days of Purim? Like, why can't just keep the same day? It's not like Yom Tov, we have Sveikid the Yoma. Says the Heilige Chassam Sofa, you know why? Because you want to make sure there are people learning the whole time, and if everyone will be doing Purim, no one will be learning. <laughs> Could you imagine that? It says the Nefesh Chaim, could you imagine if for one moment nobody would be learning Torah? Not in Australia, not in South Africa, not here, not in London, not in America, the whole world. Everyone would stop. So the Nefesh Chaim, the world would disintegrate. It would go back to Torah, go back to how it was before creation. Why? Because the Apostle tells us at the beginning of Parashat Parashat, the entire world was created for Torah. So if there's no Torah, there's no world. What did the Chazal tell us? The Rabbanishim looked at the Torah and created the world. That means when we look at the Torah, we're looking at the blueprint of the world. We're looking at the most choshev thing in the world, right? Now, I know, sometimes we have to, we have to drill this in. This is the most choshev thing that a person can do. You know, the Gedolim understood this. You know the famous stories, right? With Vadya one time, they saw him um, outside of his house. And he was by the uh, light of the, the street, you know, the street lamps they have outside, right? So he was he's, he's leaning on the lamppost and he was, you know, reading his Gomorrah or whatever it was. And then like, we're everything, okay, like, well, my lights went out in my house, so I can't be in my house. So I have to, you know, be so, okay, fine. I hear he wanted to finish the sugi or whatever. They come the next morning by Nate and he's still there. You know what that, you know, you know what that means? They, they found Rav Shach. His wife used to always find, like, he was by the pilot light, because in those days didn't have electric lights, it wasn't so simple, right? So they found it by the pilot light. You know what the pilot light is? By the gas, where you have an electric system, where it heats up all the radiators, or whatever, hot water, whatever it is, have a, little, a little screen over there, and inside you could see like, the little light to see if the pilot light's on. So Rav Shach would be there with his rumbum, because there's no other light to see, so he, he would be over there. You know what Avasator you need for that? You know what Avasator you need to sit and sit and sit and sit? That's what the Gedonim understood what Torah is. They understood what Torah does to our lives. They understood what Torah is for the world. It's the most incredible thing in the entire There is nothing greater that you can do than learn one word of Torah. That's Shavuos. That's Kabbalah Torah. And that's something we have to realize. Chazal tell us. Incredible Chazal. Very scary Chazal. The Rabboni Shalom is Mavata on Gimel Averis Chamuris. Mavata means, of course, it's okay, don't worry about it. Gimel Averis Chamuris. Avodah Shvichas Domim, yeah, and Gilu Arayas. The big three that you have to kill yourself for, there are a bunch of Mavata on them. Not because the person can get involved in them, but Kushmochu has Rachmanus and whatever. Work it out. Says Chazal, there's one thing the are is not Mavata on. Bittle Torah. Person Mavata Torah. Middle of learning, start schmoozing. Instead of learning, you do something else. Bittle Torah! On this Rabbanisham says, this is not Mavata. You know what that means? 
What's Pshatna? What does that mean? The Bible says, on all the three Gimel, three Aves that you have to kill yourself for, Bittal Torah not. Huh? The answer is, we don't understand the Hashivas of Torah. Because if we understand the Hashivas of learning every minute of Torah, then we wouldn't do that. The Racham Kodesh have said here many times, which I heard from my Rosh Hashivah of Shambh Zatal, that used to say the Racham Kodesh, that if we knew the understanding of the godless of one word, one, Monif Tuma, a homosachta, a parrot, a Mishnah, one word of Torah, we would go with sugar, we'd go out of our brains. We walk on the whole thing saying Torah, 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 Torah. Whatever we can. Omar Abayi, turn around. Give me, give me, give me, give me. If you knew what, you were, what, what you're building in the next world, you'd have every moment. Who, who would sleep? Do you have time to sleep? Who has time to sleep? Do you have time to talk about and schmooze about, about the news, about the politics? What? This is Torah for here. You've got a Gemara in front of you and you're busy talking about the politics. What are you, drunk? Plus you're drunk. You, you must be drunk. You must be drunk if you have a Gemara in front of you. You have an opportunity for Olam Haba, eternity, more than any other mitzvah. Every word in that Gemara is worth more than every single one of the 613 mitzvahs put together. And you're talking about politics. And you're looking at your phone. It makes no sense. What's Pshat? What's Pshat? It doesn't make sense. Chazal Talas and Nafishchaim brings it. Tuzan is, is, the, is the food for the Neshama. Just like you have to feed your body, you have to feed your Neshama. How do you feed your Neshama? By learning Torah. Now, we, we have to realize this. Chazal Torah is a very scary Chazal. Can, can you make the Rabbani Shlolem cry? Can you make the... Can you make Kaviyachal? Right? Whatever that means. Could you make the Rabbani Shlolem cry? Whew, you can. It's got to be something pretty bad. If you're going to make the Rabbani Shlolem cry, it's got to be pretty bad. Say Chazal, the Rabbani Shlolem doesn't cry in anything. There's only one thing the Rabbani Shlolem will cry. And that is for someone that can learn who doesn't. And that's scary. And again, that shows us the godless of Torah, the chashidus of Torah, the beauty of Torah, the avas Torah that we have to have and we have to stand on ourselves. And that's why I wanted to give over this message before Shavuos. Shavuos, we sit up the whole night learning Torah because we want Torah. And even if we can't learn the whole night, but at least a big chedek of it, something. Show the Rabbani Shalom we care and every moment we have, use it. Torah is the biggest and best commodity that exists on planet Earth. There is nothing greater. I want to share with you a Gavaldica story. During the war, in World War II, so London famously was, was a big victim uh, to nightly bombing raids. There was bombs flying all over the place over there by the Germans. Like many people that lived in London at the time, Rabbi Chetzka Labramsky Zetzal, he was the head of the London Basin, and uh, it was very hard for him. He had to take uh, refuge in the nearest bomb shelter whenever their sirens went on. So him, like everybody else, had to go into the bomb shelter. Now, that wasn't easy. They didn't have like what we have nowadays right? in our houses. In Eretzishol, they build every apartment with a bomb shelter inside it. So you go inside there, you close the door, you close the window. It wasn't like that. He, he had a bank in his building. Downstairs, he had a bank. So he had to go down the stairs, he had to go into... It was like a whole procedure. So the bank uh, owner was very, very nice and built him a special stairs, especially for Bechatzka Labamsky, that he should be able to go down directly into the vault, right? The vault of all the gold, the silver, the money, where they kept everything. That was the safest place, right? Because that, that was the strongest area. So um, everyone from that building went down into the vault during the air raid siren. That's what happened over there. So happened during the day, happened in the middle of the night. Whenever it was, that's what everyone had to do. It was very, very interesting. They always found that every time there was a siren and Yubachatka Ramsi would be coming into that vault, he'd be whispering something. Now, nobody understood. What is he whispering? So they assumed he's whispering a special tefillah. He's doubling for that solo of Klalisol, for him, for his family, for Klalisol, for everyone else over there. They should, they should be safe. There shouldn't be any bombs. There shouldn't be any direct hits. That's what they assumed. 
Eventually, he asked his son, what's pshat? What is your father always whispering and murmuring to himself when he walks into this vault? It seems to be always, as he walks into the vault, murmuring something. Well, what is it? Right, because he stops after a few moments. So what exactly is it? So his son explained exactly the story. He said, Avadi, he plays for the safety of Klali Sol. He does that the whole time. He's constantly saying to him, he's constantly praying for Klali Sol's safety. That's Poshet. But there's something specific that he says as he walks into the vault. Listen to this. He says, he always used to say when he walked in, When he walks into that vault and he sees the bars of gold, silver, the wads of cash, all the jewelry, everything over there, a person could say, Oh, this is a Gishmonic. But he walks in and he says, no, 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 no. I wouldn't exchange one word of Torah for all of this. Because he understood the chashivas of Torah. He understood the chashivas of one minute of Torah, of one word of Torah. Let's use this as a chizuk for ourselves. That we're coming up to Shavuos. Let's use it. Whenever you have an opportunity to learn, maybe we're not the level of learning the whole time. But when we do have an opportunity to learn, when we're in the base medrash, when we're sitting in front of a sefer, when we're in a shir, when we're in front of a rebbe, whatever it is, take advantage. Because every moment, every word is lifetimes, is universes, is completely unbelievable that we don't understand. And Beis Hashem will get a chesed from here.